Ladies and gentlemen, before we get started tonight, I do have an announcement. This is our 21st episode, and to celebrate, we have treated it as if it's our 21st birthday. And so here is my forewarning. You're welcome for the slurs and the confusion, and we are likely going to forget what we're talking about. None of this makes sense. I hope you enjoy. Goodbye. Why is nobody talking about this? What? That's insanity. The following matter. What is up, everybody? <laughs> you are listening <laughs> to the Insanity Podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. With your host, Haley. And Chris Tay. And we are back. With another episode. Episode 21, bitches. We're finally able to go to the bar as our own identities. We are legal. Can you baby. believe it? Oh, no more fake Heathers. No more, I am Katie. I swear to God, I'm a Pisces. None of that. Welcome what? to the TikTok news. Um, Let's just get right into it. Get into it. Let's get into it. Um, we have some very fun American shit show news to start this off really on a nice note. Please. Which you already know this. We talked about this earlier, but the New York City restaurants are banning Governor Cuomo from dining in and stepping foot on their establishments. Nothing screams USA like that, honestly. honestly it doesn't matter where you stand. The uh, fact that this guy like, <laughs> cities and states are being so controlled by one man mm -hmm. or woman in very few circumstances either way mm -hmm. the fact that people are uh, f like finally starting to be like sorry Fine. we won't if serve you're you. if you're gonna let us open for like two hours a day with outdoor outdoor when you it's can't fucking come here negative five you outside. cannot come here mm -hmm. that's fine yeah but fuck you i think the only tiktok i had from this week because it was a shortened week it was it's very innocent, but okay. it's about uh, Lindsay Lohan mm. in The Parent Trap. Essentially what she's saying, which is not an unheard of subject, is that Lindsay Lohan didn't play both parts. She did have a twin sister when she was younger. Yeah. And essentially that daughter died or that sister daughter died somehow. I forget what people believe. But she died at a young age and Disney, because God forbid Disney. Oh, OK. So there's a lot of pieces. OK, first. What are really the odds that we had the technology back in the 90s to have one kid play two people who interact with each other, touch each other in multiple scenes, like constantly throughout the whole movie? Mm -hmm. Yes, you only Typically, when they're touching, you only see one face at a time. So right. it is a body double. But sometimes, like when they're doing the handshakes and stuff, you see both of their faces and they're clearly touching each other. Also, there's hardly any movies now where one person plays two people, especially that interact with each other. Right? No. Right. Sure. So the idea is they filmed the whole movie with both sisters mm -hmm. and then... One sister died. I forget. I want to say something about a car accident, but that just could be something I'm making up. Mm -hmm. Somehow, 
the other sister, who I'm pretty sure they said was named Ashley, okay, died before the movie was premiered. So the other sister died. Then Disney was like, oh, shit. I mean, this is an absolute fucking blockbuster hit. We're not going to not come out with a movie, but we're also not going to premiere a movie with a dead girl. <laughs> so they paid off the Lohans. So that it's just one. It was just Lindsay. She played both parts. Let's premiere the movie as her playing both parts. Iconic. Could you fucking imagine a 10-year-old, 12-year-old playing two parts, Emmy winning? Just great. I mean. Because Disney would literally never put out a movie saying, oh, dead girl is a star. Sorry. When somebody dies in Disneyland, they bring the body off the property before they claim that person dead. Ew. They will not have a death on their hands. They I was won't do say, it. I don't think anyone's tied. So to there's Disneyland. a bunch of conspiracy like Ew. that. Yeah. Also, did you know that Disney worked for the FBI? I Walt, the Walt. Oh, Mister Disney. Mm-hmm. Not surprising for twenty years, twenty plus years. But that's what? for another day. Mm, that is much another day, mm-hmm. but much scary. What else did I have in here? I didn't have anything like super crazy. The only thing that I just wanted to let the people know because I think it needs to be known, which I already told you today, was that the god awful coronavirus bill, relief bill that had been passed by Congress that was sent to the president that was like 6,000 pages and was voted on within like six hours. Love that for them. Um, apparently was. Um, amongst all the other horrendous expenditures, allowed $4.4 million to every alive president. So I'm not sure if the Bushes, Obamas, Clintons needed to pay somebody off, but why? I mean, the only people are the Bushes, the Clintons, the Obamas, Trump, and Carter. Those are the only alive presidents, I think, to this day, and they were all going to receive... $4.4 $4.4 million. And for what? That I do not know. And why, why do they need that much money? They have that much money. But you're telling me all these small businesses and people like right. you and I who make just normal not people that much amounts money. of money <laughs> right. don't deserve more than $600. <laughs> That's what I'm I'll, saying. I, even the 2000 I will gladly take your 2000 But that is so insulting to be uh. like... Oh, that's all like, uh, uh, yeah, but then yeah, a cool. president that's barely even that's not even no longer near. needs a job, has a job and can't do not to mention they job? get a lifetime salary. Right. The United States government pays them a lifetime salary. You don't need four point four billion million. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> billion. Who Imagine. do they piss off? Who do they need to pay off? Uh, Who do the Clintons need to pay off? Who do the Obamas need to pay off? I know Trump doesn't need the money. Carter might. Does Carter have some, you know, skeletons in the closet? I don't know. Still. Beyond our time, but maybe. It's weird. I don't know. Among, literally. It just feels very bad. Like, here, have a ton of money. Amongst all the other weird, weird, terrible expenditures that were in this bill, that was one of them, and the rest of them were not great there is a tiktok that we all need to hear together because i cannot explain it and do it justice it is the most immaculate piece of work that i've ever seen on tiktok 
in my life. It needs its moment. It's hilarious. Let me find it. Hold on. Oh, here we are. Here we are. Let me. I'm going to turn it up. Don't worry. Yo, so I'm going to keep it a buck. Uh, I ain't getting that damn co- He starts off by saying, yo. So I'm going to keep it a buck. You know how I say 100 P's? I've now changed to keeping it a buck. Yo, so I'm going to keep it a buck. Uh, I ain't getting that damn COVID shot. Okay, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I don't trust that, all right? I don't even eat nobody's mac and cheese if it's their first time making it. You think I'm going to put a random vaccine in my ass? Hell no! <laughs> That's how you get fucking naturally selected, all right? Shit, I'll let y'all go first, all right? If it don't look like Attack on Titan in a few months, then I might. All right, I might, but... I've seen I Am Legend, all right? I already know for a fact I die in the first 17 minutes of a zombie apocalypse, okay? And if you think I'm going to be in a blockbuster confiding in some damn mannequins all day, you have me nothing but fucked up. <laughs> Yo, so I'm going to keep it a buck. <laughs> Yo. I mean, talk about just a spew of emotion. Okay, I have one last thing. And this one... Can be a coincidence, yes, but is it? You know, if if you are this far into the Insanity podcast, is it really? So on September 10th of 2001, when was 9-11? September 11th, one day after. One day before, the United States government reported that they could not locate $2.3 trillion. What? I kid you not. What? The Secretary of State at that time went on some national life thing saying that they could not locate $2.3 trillion. Don't know why people did not care more about that in 2001, but they didn't. The very first projection of the very first stimulus CARES Act package that we received back in March was for $2.3 trillion. Wow. It's like... Is that a coincidence? It's like a time traveler just went all the way back to 1900 and said, my world now, bitches. And that is the TikTok news. Mm-hmm. Thanks. What do we have in store for today's 21st episode, Christy? Uh, in true 21st birthday episode tradition, mm-hmm. we are basing today off of booze, okay? We love. Got it? To see it. So, on Christmas in 1926, 65 people ended up in the same hospital in New York City, incredibly ill and hallucinating. Oh, no. And sadly, despite the doctor's best efforts, I've read multiple things. Either more than half or all 65 people died within the next few days. They fucking died? Yes. It wasn't the flu. It wasn't a sickness. It wasn't a virus. It was nothing like that. So what was it that had them so sick? Hmm. What What was was it? it? Anyone? Guesses? It was alcohol poisoning Caused by the poisoning of alcohol by the U.S. government. You are absolutely kidding me. Mm-mm. The government was poisoning alcohol purposely. During Prohibition? During Prohibition in the 20s. You got it right, sis. 
That sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen. True, as long as prohibition wasn't around. But, but nobody gave it a was. shit in the 20s. No. So, right, it's the 20s. Prohibition, full swing. Wow, that and in is case, not great. No, it's not. In case you forgot what prohibition is or just want a definition, mm-hmm. it was a nationwide constitutional ban mm-hmm. that prohibited the production, importation, transportation, and sale of alcohol. What? And it went on from the 1920 to 1933. <laughs> Which, essentially, if you're stopping 13 years. importation, exportation, transportation, production, and sale, you're also essentially banning consumption. Because where the hell are you going to get it if you can't get it anywhere? Right. Right. So essentially drinking is illegal and nobody was wants that. Was the consumption part illegal? No. Or was it just the production part? It was everything leading up to consumption. Okay. So, I mean, that's why we had speakeasies and it stuff ma- like yeah, that. Yeah. It makes it fishy if you had been consuming. Mm-hmm. It leads like, back to where'd you get it? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Dude, could you imagine? 13 years. Yeah. 13 years without alcohol. Imagine being like uh, 35 and then all of a sudden they're like, no more drinking. And you're like, what do you mean? I've I've been drinking for 15 years. You just don't want me to drink for another 13 and then when it's over, I can drink again? Absolutely not. No. Like, just imagine. That makes no sense. Imagine how pissed off people were. So the savvy ones of the bunch, they decided, screw the man. We're going to make our own booze and behind their backs and we're going to sell it to the people, for the people, to the people, for the people, right? My goddamn you know, moonshiners. Uh, unbelievable. They Boot are my lager, people. moonshiner, whatever your term is, we mm-hmm. love them. Mm-hmm. Can't forget them. But this is where things get risky. Oh, no. Right? Because mm-hmm. you're making your own booze. But here's why. Besides bootleggers or moonshiners, there's smugglers. So people could smuggle here and there amounts from other countries like Canada, the Caribbean, Europe, wherever. They mm-hmm. could try to smuggle as much as they could from wherever they could. But right. based on... Like, um, like enforcement at the ports and weights and crates, whatever. Right. They could only bring so much. Mm-hmm. So if you were lucky, you got real booze. If you weren't, you got something we mad. Had to sus. Move on to the bootleggers, and the bootleggers would hang out by the ports, and they would steal industrial alcohol, and then work with what they could get. Okay. Yikes. So they wouldn't even buy industrial alcohol; they would steal it. Okay. And so the alcohol that's in our drinkable alcohol, like our beverage alcohol, Mm -hmm. is called ethanol, which you've probably heard the name of, but you've never thought, oh, I drink ethanol. That's my favorite drink. Yes, bro. Mm, Could I get an ethanol on the rocks? Ew. Detergents, beauty products, beverage alcohol, Mm -hmm. anything, perfumes, anything you can imagine, ethanol's in it. Okay. And so... Like, that's okay because it's okay for our bodies. It's like, it's not great for your body because it's alcohol, but it's tolerable to the human body. But there are so many things other than, what is that word? Consumptive alcohol? 
Yeah, I, know I don't what you know mean. what the you know what I mean. Right, like beverage alcohol, alcohol has a lot of other uses other than right. getting fucking fucked up. Right, 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 okay. right, right, right. Also, thanks to import taxes during this time, it was super expensive to use pure ethanol in like moonshine beverage practices. I bet so it that's was. where we run into issues. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in nineteen oh six. Like 15 years before Prohibition, the government had already started adding toxic chemicals to the industrial chem or the industrial import. What do I call it? No, 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 no. Oh, the industrial alcohol. Okay, so they had already started adding more toxic chemicals to the industrial alcohol that we were being imported. So the ethanol that we had already had, mm-hmm. they were adding already... The government. Yeah, the government was adding certain things like gasoline, chloroform, and methanol to ethanol to make it cheaper to import and sell. And so essentially was, making it non-potable. Right. They would import it, I think, pure, mm-hmm. dilute it down with toxicity, mm-hmm. and then sell it cheaper. Like, because it's Claiming non- it was probably that pretty point, obviously. Right. But this was 15, 15 years before people were using ethanol to drink. Mm-hmm. Okay. So awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for just like making things more toxic than necessary. Don't worry. You Super think the cool. government's fucking you now. They were also fucking you in the 1919s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They've 20s. never been good people. Okay. Love it. But also fun fact. It's thought that the first few years of prohibition it's estimated tens of millions of gallons of industrial alcohol were stolen for human consumption. Tens of millions of gallons. Knowing that it would kill people? Yes. Because, well, no, not, not necessarily. Not before it got that. real bad, but when they knew it had a little bit of additives, but they could boil it out. Mm-hmm. Tens of just, millions of gallons. Yo. They would steal, distill, and redistribute. Those were the fucking moonshiners. Those are the shiners, baby. Oh, my guys. Them booty, booty, bootleggers. Okay, so let's go back to 1926, where I started. So President Calvin Coolidge, what a cool fucking guy, right? Cool guy. 1926, same year, my lovely little Christmas anecdote from the beginning, you know. Mm. Everybody died Christmas Day. What a lovely story. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So... He worked with a chemist or a team of chemists, whatever, to make these already toxic chemicals even more toxic. The president? The president. Oh, fuck. Okay. Because it was 1926. This took this, like, this ban, this, I don't know what even, oh, it was an amendment. It was the 18th Amendment, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Took action in 1920. So it's already six years in. He had to, like, keep it going, you mm-hmm. know? So make it worse. Yes. So he was like, how can we make these chemicals worse? <laughs> what can we do to Amazing. fuck it up further? Right? Okay. Great. Perfect. How can we make them more dangerous as a way to try to enforce, to chemically enforce prohibition onto people? Because he already knew people were drinking industrial alcohol and they were like working their way around it mm-hmm. and they were already fucking doing it. So he's like, how can we push this further Make them sick so it can't. So they don't want to do it anymore. Right. Like, what could we do? So he did exactly that and he fucking poisoned them further. <gasps> it's 
So his favorite method, apparently, was to add more methanol (laughs) into the alcohol, which, as I said before, was already happening. Methanol was one of the ones that was in it that can make you super sick. It was methanol, gasoline, and chloroform that were, like, the major things. Oh, God. So he was like, let's add more methanol. Just, like, let's make them super sick. Amp it up. Right? And methanol is so bad for you. Mm -hmm. It can cause holes in your stomach and your intestines. You can vomit blood. um, Kidney failure, hallucinations, blindness. Perfect. And eventually death. Love that. Okay. What a cool guy, Coolidge. Thanks. Love you. Coolidge. Love that for you. And so he just, he was poisoning it further and further and further. And that's when in like 1926, all these people came in on the exact same day. Because obviously everything came from relatively the same batch of booze. Right. And everyone got sick at the same time. And there's no full exact number of throughout Prohibition. But it's estimated over 10,000 people died from alcohol poisoning based on the government yes alcohol poisoned by the government yo ten thousand people I over mean, the course of 13 total years that's not i mean it's but also it's the 1920s i mean the population was nowhere near as high as we are now but ten thousand people lot of being people. killed by the government and the government eventually said or i mean assumably they said we didn't fucking no yes we we put methanol in the yeah duh i mean that's pretty uh, bad but not not for on purpose no i mean that's not great i mean i'm not gonna lie that's not great because i'm thinking about remember when i was talking about big pharma last week and or two weeks ago and I said, even in the 1990s, when that one drug killed almost 40,000 people, and that was a huge deal in the 90s. So I could only right. imagine that 10,000 people dying in, in the, the 20s, 20s was probably during Prohibition. Quite a few. Every death was always based on alcohol. Yeah. Like there was kind of no debating how they died, died. what they died from, because the doctors were saying, right. oh, it's from you... an additive from alcohol. Mm hmm. And who added it in? Not the moonshiners. Why would they do that? No. They wanted people to buy their moonshine. The government didn't. So, right. mm, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say that's not great. No, yeah. they And it happened. It absolutely happened. Yeah. I just don't think they'll ever take credit. But also, obviously, all these deaths, super hurtful to the government's, you know, their look, their... Mm -hmm their swagger right and so as the 20s came to a close they looked for other chemicals and additives because they realized oops methanol's killing people we were just trying to like ward them off yeah it's fine so they looked for other things that they could distill like people couldn't distill out of ethanol right right so they could add but it wouldn't kill them that had the same boiling point as ethanol Mm -hmm. so they couldn't boil it out so they wouldn't want to drink it right so what they found was something called alkatate which apparently is super sulfurous smelling which if you don't know what sulfur smells like it's rotten eggs yeah and so they found that which was like basically in line with the ethanol so they couldn't get it away from the ethanol and no one's gonna willingly put 
plug like, your nose and take a shot. They're not going to have like a sulfur martini and be like, mm, this is great. I would way rather be drunk than not drunk. No. So eventually they tried doing that. But why did they even want to ban alcohol in the first place? I don't remember. I mean, you know, what's also really screwed up is so I'm sure most of us have seen the meme go by there where it's like after the 1918 pandemic, Mm -hmm. I fully understand now why the roaring 20s happened. People would dress up to go anywhere, anywhere. That's how we all feel. Fucking in a ball gown to the market Mm -hmm. if I have to. Mm -hmm. So mm-hmm. that, I feel like that's where we're headed. And yeah. then I'm also very afraid that we're going to have our own prohibition, <gasps> which I guess we kind of are having with quarantine. We need to stock up immediately. You know what I mean? So forewarning, if I'm psychic, we're screwed. I totally get it, though, because, mm-hmm. yeah, the 1918 pandemic and then people had we went nuts. The roaring 20s. That's what, that's really weird, actually, that, yeah. you know. But it's also really suspicious that right when all the party, like, everyone was like, fuck this, I'm partying. Mm-hmm. They were like, oop, uh-oh, alcohol's illegal. Sorry about that. And then they killed 10,000 people. Love that for us. Ooh. So, happy prohibition, everyone. <laughs> we may be coming upon it. <laughs> if you're Love listening it. to this in 2026, and this is relevant Sorry that I'm a time traveler. Anyways, what you got? I don't like prohibition. No. But on that same alcohol conspiracy, I brought the very bizarre and weird alcohol facts. Fun facts? Yep. Because I feel like I needed to just divert. I needed to attempt to get the FBI agents off of our backs. True. Because I've been leading them right to us. Mm -hmm. I know very well that they are on our case. They're on our podcast. They are in my phone. They are in my computer. They're, oh God, I didn't even cover my camera. We're just not going to talk about that. But a little less conspiracy, a little more oddity, if nothing else. And nothing, of course, felt more right for episode 21 than to go over odd facts about alcohol that you may have never even known. I'm so ready. I hope I don't know them. If I know them, I'm going to rehab tomorrow (laughs) on Christmas Eve. Let us talk about it. The very first known use of the term dates back to the 1600s, actually, and it stems from an Arabic word that means either fine powder (laughs) or something that refers to a body-eating spirit. So either way, you know it's good. What word? Alcohol? Yeah. (sighs) Alcohol terms... It's not Greek? Well... There's a Arabic term every where it's like alcohol, alcohol, cool, alcohol. Yeah, yes. that's gonna be great in the editing. Um, but yeah, it's some <laughs> sort of Arabic term that supposedly means a fine powder of some sort, and sometimes, of course, like I said, references a body eating spirit, which I think somehow terms back to why we call some sorts of alcohol spirits. I've heard so many sketchy things mm-hmm. about. Because, like, once you open your body to the spirits, like, once you're drunk, apparently it's, like, an open doorway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
for demons, and that's why they call it spirits. That's scary. And, and I believe it, considering the like terminology. That. So we Mm-mm. hate that for that. But moving forward, alcohol, if you may or may not know, only takes between five and six minutes to reach the brain after consumption. So we love to see that, and that explains a lot. So it, it, it goes it into your brain and your brain cells after only five minutes. Yeah, I mean, that explains a lot when you're looking at, like, like a freshman girl who, like, takes one shot and she's like, ah! mm-hmm. oh, my God, oh, I'm, yeah, like, pretty I, drunk. And I'm like, no, you're shot but up. She probably is. But I guess it makes sense. I think I read that because obviously we don't digest alcohol, so it goes into your bloodstream and it's into your bloodstream within like 30 to 60 seconds of consuming any sort of alcohol which is a little concerning that's so that seems more like a drug (laughs) seems not great um i also went on to healthline.com which gave us a very nice basis for the varying categories of drinkers um, so generally, drinking is classified as moderate, heavy, or binge drinking. Uh-oh. So moderate drinking, according to Healthline, is described as uh, one drink a day for females and one to two drinks a day for males. Like uh, once a day, one day? Or like if you drink, you have one I, drink? I mean, I don't... Because well, I don't know anyone who, when they decide to have a drink, has one drink. Yeah, I don't either. I, I honestly don't either. And that's moderate? Yeah, this is moderate. Okay, so, so I'm I'm clearly going to be binge. Just wait. Heavy drinking or is... Or binge ti- plus. Binge max pro. <laughs> Heavy drinking is typically defined as more than three drinks on any day or more than eight drinks a week for females. For males, it's more than four drinks on any day and 15 in a week. Okay. So that's... That's heavy drinking. I'm binge max. Bro. According to healthline.com, binge drinking is typically defined as four drinks within two hours for females and five drinks within two hours for males. I like how, I like how the time changes. Yeah. So you can't decide who you are. No. Binge drinking is drinking a lot in a short amount of time, but like also just drinking a lot. But a lot no, is I'm not that sure much. Binge drinking four is four drinks like in a two hours. Bender. Four drinks in two hours. I mean, is that a lot for some people? Maybe. I will just say this: Healthline probably has not updated their standards for 2020. This might be a little uh, a light, if you will, for 2020. Mm-hmm. I would say. But if that just gives you a basis for what, uh, I guess, the general, maybe more naive public thinks, that is what they would consider and classify for the various um, drinking categories. So we'll just, mm-hmm. we'll take that for what it is. Yes. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We will move on from that fun facts yes and then we will go ahead and say that both short and long-term effects of uh drinking any sort of alcohol includes memory loss so that also explains a hell of a lot for i think myself personally wait it includes what memory loss right you said what i don't even remember (laughs) 
so let's move away from these terribly sad health <laughs> effects Tell and go more. into more positive news about Russia. Um, I love that for them. They report about uh, 500,000 alcohol-related deaths a year at the very 500, minimum. 500,000? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, How I, many people are there? I didn't stutter with that. 500,000 alcohol-related deaths a year at the minimum happen in Russia. I mean, are... How can they keep up? Are, am I actually surprised? I mean, no, but if you... Th- I, that's such a big number. It is. So how many babies are born today in Russia? I don't know To replace know that. all of the alcohol deaths. I could not tell you. Should we email Putin? Maybe. I, I need to ask him, I think. But yeah, so according to their life and death statistics, there are more or less 500,000 alcohol-related deaths. That doesn't necessarily mean dying from drinking alcohol. True. It could you be could be drunk doing something stupid. You could, yeah, run into a lake and then drown because you're drunk. Right. The fact that alcohol is included, it's at the very minimum in Russia, 500,000 deaths a year. So I love, I mean, I hate that for Russia, but I also like knowing Russia, it's like, but it's very Russian. It's very Russia. Yeah. So, um, the OG science daddy, Nikola Tesla, Mm. he decided that he would drink whiskey every single day. Literally drank whiskey every single day because he thought that it would make him live to be 150. Could you imagine? And I'm not exaggerating. Imagine if he lived to 150. I I wish he did because honestly, I love that for him. He lived a pretty long life considering all odds because for a guy that was born in like the 1800s, he lived to be 86 years old. I feel like that's, that's a long time for of. them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a long time. So, I mean, you know, for a guy that drank whiskey every day because he thought he was going to live forever to live to 86, that's pretty good. That's really good. Pretty, pretty good. And he was, I mean, arguably pretty smart as well. So that's fun for him. And then this next fact absolutely blew me out of the water. And it is completely iconic because evidently... Blue eyes have a greater alcohol tolerance than anybody. Unbelievable. And that makes so much sense to me because Christy has blue eyes, but in general, light-eyed Americans drink far more than dark-eyed Americans. That's really interesting. Which, I mean... mm, But that's really weird because think about the percentage. There's way less light-eyed people than dark-eyed people. That just means we're all fucked. Because that's what yeah, the stats Yeah, maybe we're say. all really, really damaged. It's possible. Maybe. So if you have light eyes, you are more likely to be drinking far more than a dark-eyed American. So we love that for you. Good for you. And this was another fun fact that I had no idea about. But a vodka shot, <laughs> makes me throw up thinking about it, mm-hmm. has as much alcohol as a beer does. A whole beer. Yeah, I feel like that's... I I think that's any shot, any well any pure shot. Not I understand like a rum chata or well yeah that no 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 like a pure distilled mm-hmm. alcohol. Yeah, it's one shot to one beer. Yeah, I mean you and I get that, but I think the 
You and I understand that, but the average, the average person who doesn't uh, maybe participate in drinking activities quite as often might be like, whoa, one shot of fucking, you know, vodka, tequila, whiskey, whatever is the same as drinking a whole beer? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is. And w- it, yeah. When you think about it volume wise, it's far it's less. It's very weird. But when you think about potency, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. No, it P- does. I'm sorry. Potency. P- potency. It makes very much sense. Um, this was something that I definitely did not know. And I'm I'm still thinking about it in my mind. Mountain Dew was originally created to be mixed with whiskey. For what? I mean... Is that supposed to be like... Because, like, when I think of whiskey, like, the only thing I think of in college is a crown and ginger, which I could see... I mean... Yeah, I think not of that a jack. Ginger ale is, like, Mountain Dew, but... Well, there's a jack kinda. and ginger. Jack and ginger is great. Yeah, well, that's a whiskey. You're right. I'm saying instead of crown. I don't know. I feel like crown's very a specific flavor. Oh, right. Okay, I see what you're saying. But... I don't know. Mountain Dew? Oh. I would have never thought of that. So Mountain Dew, I think, is supposed to be lemon-lime, right? Mm-hmm. But Jack and Lemonade is one of my favorite drinks, oh, and it's nobody true. trusts me when I order it, no. or I say, oh, I like that. No, I've, I've definitely, I've had that but, at the, um, what is the golf oh, tournament? Oh, my God, yes. I had that all day long. The at Jack the and Lemonade. Yeah, 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 baby. But... I find it strange that they make a soft drink after mm-hmm. or like targeting a booze. That's what it was made for, apparently. And I've the never, original intention. And I've never seen anyone say, could I have a Mountain Dew and a, and a Jack? Never in my Jack, life. Jack and Dew. And if anybody asked for that at a bar or if Ew, any of yeah, my friends like, asked for that at a bar. I'd be like, dude, a bar doesn't have Mountain Dew. You mm, fucking. Get the fuck out. Leave. No, Ugh. no, no. a Mountain Dew and a whiskey. Yeah, no, absolutely no. not. But apparently it's that's what it was good, made for. But I, we'll have to try it. But, you know, maybe we won't. This one confuses me. I may need some clarity from our number one listener. It's said that the legal age in the United Kingdom for children over five. Five. It is legal in the United Kingdom for children over five years old to drink alcohol at home or in oh. a private setting. Okay, I was going to say maybe with parental, like direct parental Over consent. five? Five is ridiculous. That means a six-year-old can drink in their public, no, not public, in their home private or a home. private setting. But six. No, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, no. Mm-mm. I understand in the teens. Nope. But before that, nope. I don't mean, like that. Kev, can, we, like, get, can why, we get some for can, why? Can we get some confirmation on that? Is that common? Is that common? They they decided that for what? Kev, is that common? I need to know who decided that. The queen didn't decide that. We will move to another country, not necessarily close, but the Empress Catherine the First from Russia banned women from getting drunk in the 18th century well empress catherine way to be a fucking debbie downer you are definitely not invited to any party of mine like why i mean obviously i wasn't alive in the 18th century you weren't i mean was i what no 
But, but like, come on. Especially in Russia, I'm shocked. The Empress of Russia said, mm, nah, no. women can't, no, mm, not allowed. No, I understand fine. we were like a second class citizen for like a very long time, but come on. I mean, we we kind of need it. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you know, you cannot do life, especially in Russia. They could not be doing life. No, 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 no. No. No, no. And honestly, my favorite facts that I have learned in this whole uh, educational seminar that I've put myself through about alcohol <laughs> are the Russian facts. And continu- continuing on with the absolute fire Russian alcohol facts, and quite frankly, some of my favorite Each Russian consumes 18 liters of alcohol on average per year. And so for our American friends that don't understand liters, Liters. because I absolutely have no idea what that means. I can only think of a two liter. That's about five gallons for Americans. So on average per year. Of just straight booze? Straight booze. A Russian drinks about five gallons. I'm trying to decide if that's a lot. Yeah, I am too. Because I a gallon it, is quite a bit. It sounds more intense if you say nine two liters. Because you say 18 liters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, doesn't nine two liters sound way bigger than five gallons? Yes, because a gallon is more than we think, but a liter from what we, like when we think of like the two yeah. liter bottles, that's right. like quite a It's quite a lot. It's quite a lot. So... Ugh. I don't, yeah. Alcohol poisoning kills six Americans every single day, so that's almost 3,000 people a year, which still isn't anywhere near the 500,000 alcohol-related deaths of Russia. Do you want to know what the alcohol percentage of the strongest beer in the world is? 138%. Jesus, that's a lot. Okay, so not quite that much. (laughs) (laughs) Because, okay, you think about, like, a, a glass of wine is, what, oh, yeah. like, beer's, 7%, yeah, a beer is, like, like 5%, 6%, 7%, right. maybe. I'm going to say 61. The strongest beer in the world is 67.5% Ooh, that alcohol. Close. That's insane, and that's not a beer. It is from Scotland, and it's called Snake Venom Beer. Yikes. It doesn't sound great. No. That's quite a lot for a beer that sounds so bad like a a regular beer is like five to seven max and then if you're having belgian beer which is fucked is like nine maybe these are 67.5 percent oh god what does that even taste like gotta taste like shit it's gotta taste like shit scotland we need confirmation about this scotland why why just just snake venom beer yo not for me here Actually, this is an absolutely dangerous fact about alcohol. I hate that for everyone. But in professional shooting, apparently, alcohol is actually considered to be a performance-enhancing drug because shooters can drink it to relax themselves and slow their heart rate to give them a better edge. And then close one eye? I don't know. Um, Another fun Russian alcohol fact, my favorite. Um, In 2011, no, until 2011... Russia um, considered anything under 10% alcohol food stuff. It wasn't an alcohol. <laughs> so wine, beer, hello, not an alcohol. Mm-hmm. Anything under 10% alcohol was not alcohol. I love that. I, I mean, if 
honestly, of anything I've said about Russia, if that's not the most Russian thing that I have said yet today, this is it. Um, when Germany surrendered in World War II, every single person in Moscow partied until the entire city ran out of vodka. Entire city. No more vodka. That's when they stopped. Ooh. I mean, again, not surprised. Also no. gross. Sounds pretty fun, but in this whole thing my favorite thing was looking up the the russian facts about alcohol oh yeah because you know i love that for russia the greatest don't worry they go they go the furthest i only have a few more hold on to your seatbelts. this one fucked me up the world's hottest vodka yes hottest spiciest vodka okay Uh like 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 Like, chili infused uh spice infused okay was at a 250,000 Scoville units. It is the hottest manufactured vodka. The manufactured put the manufacturer put a, le- a lead seal on the bottle. It has to be cut with a wire cutter. And they insist on their website to just don't buy it because it's so hot. They had, they currently Mhm. I went on their website. There is a there are plenty of reviews on their website for this vodka and I will read some of them. So there was one that gave it five stars and it was entitled Horrible. And then the review simply says, I love it. So you know <laughs> the title's horrible. Mm-hmm, five okay. stars, horrible, but they love it. Um, okay. another one titled it Interesting Interestingly Unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Another said, mm-hmm. So I tried a shot of this. I ended up on the floor for about 15 to 20 minutes, unable to do anything but curl up and wish I was dead. Oh, God. I believe some dry retching may have happened and ensued at some point. It's really hard to say. I went into almost a, 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 a catatonic state, if you will, of panic and fire. It's a blur, Ugh. but very good for parties. No, it's not. That's what they recommended. No. Um. So, yeah, that's that on that. Thank you guys <laughs> so much for tuning in this week. This has been episode 21 of the Insanity Podcast. We hope you had an incredible New Year's 2021. Hopefully. Hopefully we've snapped back into a normal simulation. At least it's something maybe better than 2020 had to offer for us. You can find us on our <laughs> socials at The Insanity Podcast, except for Twitter, Insanity Pod. And if you don't know by now, welcome. Message us on all platforms. Especially, we will see it. Yeah. Especially on the Instagram. We will see it. We will absolutely respond. And on that, always remember... The The following following matters. matters. Happy New Year, bitches. Bye.